Dog Nation, welcome back to another episode of Dogs Off the Leash. As your UJ Bulldogs look to open SEC play with the South Carolina Gamecocks, today is Friday, September the 17th. Let's get into it. So, South Carolina. This is one of those teams in past years that has given UJ a couple problems. I'm not willing to go as far as to say that they're a rival of ours because they're not. But you got to understand, like, in South Carolina, obviously there's Clemson, but Gamecock fans, they're real ones. They know football. They love football. And they oftentimes have a lot of good quality players. If you remember Jadavion Clowney, if you remember Connor Shaw, uh, Debo, I mean, and Brian Edwards. There, there's play, I can go on and on and on. Um, oh, that running back, Mar- Marshawn Lattimore. When they come to Athens, especially when we're normally ranked over them, they are looking for the upset. Now, gone are those days with Steve Spurrier, the old ball coach. Hate him or love him, you give this man his respect. Offseason, he's talking trash about Georgia, being that he's an old Florida guy. He loves taking shot at, shots at us. But gone are those days. Now, the head coach is Shane Beamer. And as a UGA fan, we should be very familiar with Shane Beamer. Not only because he is the son of legend Frank Beamer, longtime head coach of Virginia Tech, who you know ran that program very well for decades, unless I'm wrong, I'm, I'm sure at least 10, at least 10. But he was also the tight ends coach at UGA just a couple of years ago. Good coach. This is his first shot. And there's going to be struggles associated with that. And this is not the best team that they've had, but they're moving in the right direction. And they've got some players, so just want to hop into that. So Vegas betting lines actually open up UGA as a 31-point favorite. I think that's probably a little strong, again, given it's the SEC East. It's an opener. South Carolina's actually 2-0 coming into the season. Now, granted, they've played Eastern Illinois and East Carolina, but the defense has improved. The offense they're working on it. That's going to be that's going to be where we're going to eat. Their offensive line has been porous. They've been shuffling and the QB pretty much the same. They've been rotating guys. They're desperate for some real depth at QB right now. Um which is a, you know, a whole segment on its own, but SC USC USC Junior, whatever you want to call them. They've embarrassed us before. In Columbia at home. I've been there. I've seen it. But the clowny days are over. Again, the Steve Spurrier days are over. What will this team look like? What does this team look like? What can we expect from them? And, you know, just to just to go ahead cuz I I want this to be fresh on UJ fans' minds. You know, you know Kirby's in the locker room preaching this. But 2 years ago, I don't know what happened to Jake Fromm that day jake from at home i can't remember the cornerback's name 
but it's it's an African last name. Dude is crazy long, crazy long. Plays for the Dallas Cowboys now. If that gives you any idea of how this day went. Picked off Jake Fromm three times. And then Jake Fromm, just for good measure, decided he was going to go fumble another ball. So four turnovers and sloppy play. You can lose an SEC game like that any given week. Please, please don't get it twisted. You cannot come out flat. You cannot think, oh, well, they're not ranked in the top 25 or top 15 and think that teams are going to roll over for you. South Carolina's not built like that. They're just not built like that. So please don't expect it. This 31-point stuff, it could get ugly. But that's if we come in, I'm talking hungry. Hungry and ready to go. Uh, but again, want to break down what South Carolina strengths have been so far this year. Uh, so again, go go check out a little bit of the film on them. What they did against Eastern Illinois, blew them out. And then they really squeaked by 20-17 to 17 against East Carolina which I don't think that program is as good as it has been the last couple of years. They've put together pretty – they've fielded a good team in the last couple of years, but South Carolina squeaked by them. No threat at quarterback. O-line is not ready for us, plain and simple. They're, they're really just not going to – they're suspect. They're suspect. They're not going to stop our depth. Front four linebackers should have a field day. So that's where a lot of my confidence is coming from and where our team should be absolutely – absolutely just ready to eat everybody front seven i'm talking about just like we did clemson we should do this team the exact same blitz non-stop i don't want any touchdowns clemson and uj are still the only two teams that haven't given up an offensive touchdown this season let me say that again clemson and uga are the only teams to up to this point have yet to give up an offensive touchdown it's been it's happened before two games in in football history. I'm not sure it's happened three games in college football history. So if if we pull, if we end up doing that, just know, you know, ESPN's going to be all over the metrics or oh, our data says from Elias Sports, you know how they do. That's going to be the conversation. So I would love that. Don't really care. I want the dub. I want the dub. This is turning out to be a special season. And you know South Carolina is coming in trying to ruin that. We need to bury them and bury them by halftime, halfway through the third quarter. That's what I want. But anyways, like I said, beat Eastern Illinois, beat Eastern Carolina by three. The defense has been exceeding expectations. Let me give their defense a lot of respect because last year and – a few years prior, they had been hit with so many injuries. Their secondary was, I mean, ragtag, just put together last last minute. It was it was it was tough. They were kind of going through it. But this year, South Carolina is fifth in points, giving up only eight point five so far. Again, I want to mention the competition hasn't been strong, but even when your competition is not. Competition's not great. You learn to play that way all the time, and it usually translates even to big games, so don't sleep on that. And they're also fourth in yards, only giving up 186. But again, quality of team, quality of opponent does matter. We ain't them. We not Eastern Carolina. We not Eastern Illinois. You got some problems Saturday, and you're not at home. If South Carolina was at home, I'd be a, li a little bit more, a little bit more worried. Not really, but a little bit more, just given 
Columbia is not an easy place to play. But, okay, so again, Shane Beamer being our tight ends coach a couple years back, he has some familiarity with our program. Not enough to really make a difference, but somebody, one of the coaches between the two teams who is familiar with his old program will have a big difference, will have a huge influence on this game. And we talked about how Will Muschamp is going to be an X factor, how I think he's already been an X factor, being able to fill in for special teams as Scott Cochran is still not with the program, dealing with his own issues, whatever they may be. But Will Muschamp was not a coordinator, was not an analyst for South Carolina. He was the head coach. And, I mean, when you have the keys to the castle and you move out, you still remember where everything is. You still remember all the trap doors and all the secrets. He knows the personnel. Now, does that mean we're going to win because he knows that? No. But when you know, hey, this guy does this well, this guy does this well, they're going to put this guy here. When you know the players on the other team, it's a little bit easier for you to exploit the weaknesses if they have some. And obviously they have some because they have strengths. They also have weaknesses. So I think Will Muschamp, he's, continu- he's going to continue to be this quality of an X factor of an influence for our team. I just don't sleep on it. I'm, it's a lot, especially in a game like this when he's the, he's the old ball coach. You know what I'm saying? He was that guy. So Shane Beamer's going to have his hands full. Now, as I was looking, you know, kind of going through their games, I like to always look at our opponent's games. What did they do against these people or their past opponents? Where are they successful? Where did they struggle? Eastern Carolina was, they only scored 17 points, so they weren't, they didn't abuse South Carolina's defense, but really, they didn't score a lot of touchdowns either. They they struggled. The offense was there, but they struggled to get into the end zone. Again, credit to South Carolina's defense. But they were successful with creative play calling. I think one of their few touchdowns in that game came from a, like a wide receiver pass, which essentially quarterback's going to throw it out to the flats to a wide receiver. Somebody's going downfield, and then that wide receiver throws a touchdown. I didn't see the play, but when you look at the stats, I'm pretty sure that's how it went. One wide receiver threw one pass for like 45 yards and a touchdown. That's that's usually how that plays out. And, I mean, I don't know how creative we're going to need to be. I would like to see Todd Munkin be creative regardless. I don't think we're going to need a lot of trick plays, but given that that's the only thing that's been successful so far against Carolina. You got to know that. You got to keep that in your back pocket. You get ready. Flea flicker, running back screens, wide receiver screens, reverses. If they struggle with that, you know, just be ready. Just be ready for that. It's, it's that simple. Now, with all that being said, I do not expect South Carolina to give us too much of a challenge. Now, the only the only way I see them really putting up a fight excuse me, is if JT's out and if Stetson Bennett ends up having some of these back injuries progress or takes a hit and then there's a Carson Beck or somebody else down the depth chart uh, have to play and their defense really steps up, then you may see a little bit of struggle. Outside of that, I still do not see South Carolina scoring a touchdown on us. I think our trend continues. And again, I credit that to their weak quarterback play right now and offensive line play. So to give a prediction, I'm going to go ahead and go 34 to 6, two touchdowns for uh, South Carolina, 
And I think the game is probably going to get out of hand late third quarter. Maybe a couple touchdowns, show some depth, wrap up the day. But before I go, I want to give props to three players. Three players that you're going to want to look for on Saturday who will be the difference if this game is a fight, a blowout, or a potential upset, which it definitely won't be. Zach Pickens, Marshawn Lloyd, and Jordan Birch. Now, I'll go ahead and tell you, Jordan, Jordan Birch the real deal. Linebacker, I think he's a sophomore this year, five-star coming out. Dude, dude can play. Expect him to be all over the field. Um, just, I don't want to say wreaking havoc, but he's going to be making plays. That's what he does. He's going to continue to do that. He's going to do that until he gets, you know, into, to the NFL, plain and simple. Now, anytime you hear a running back with the name Marshawn, Normally, you just expect dude to be a baller. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Lynch, Marshawn Lynch, hey, beast mode. You know, I just kind of, when I see that name and you play running back, bro, I'm just going to be like, okay, oh, well, all right, we, we finna see what you finna do. You know, so, I mean, I'll give him that. Now, he hasn't been super successful this year. I was on UGA's uh, Bleacher Report page talking to some fans. I love chopping it up with fans. If you guys, uh, you know, really want to keep up with UGA football and you don't hop on Bleacher Report, do that. Follow the community. It's actually some pretty credible guys in there who know, what they're talking about dude put me on he said yeah because i mentioned marshawn lloyd i mentioned all three of these guys and he was like yeah well he hasn't been doing too great he's only averaging like 3.6 yards per attempt and i was like bro bet i ain't really even done my homework on him specifically yet so that's going straight to the podcast and i appreciate you fam i'm gonna have to give you a shout out so here i am doing that and then zach pickens zach pickens is i want to say he was also a five star marshawn lloyd was a four star a pretty high four star but Zach Pickens and Jordan Birch, both five stars. Zach Pickens is a defensive tackle. I'm not super familiar with his game either, but as a five-star D tackle, just imagine him having impact. Maybe Jordan Jordan Davis-esque. I doubt he's as big as Jordan Davis because I've never seen a human as big as Jordan Davis, except for the mountain on Game of Thrones. Outside of that, um, sorry if I bring up any bad memories on that i apologize but uh zach pickens he's a big boy and i'm sure they put him right in the middle of the dt a defensive line and have him stop the run while jordan birch eats up tackles behind him but those three if those three have a good game on saturday expect south carolina to be into the game late late third quarter early fourth quarter if we can take care of those guys if our centers and our guards can take care of pickens if our other linemen can get to the second level and put a hat on Jordan Birch. Marshawn Lloyd's going to have a bad day. If you're doing 3.6 against Eastern Carolina and Eastern Illinois, you're not coming over here and doing nothing. You'd be, you be happy to get, boy, you'd be happy to get three yards per carry if, if we're slacking, if we tired. Like, you know, somebody goes out on Friday night and then, you know, get up Saturday and don't recover by a night game, which is not going to happen. So, I'm going to pray for Marshawn Lloyd, but the rest of them, trust that. They'll play well, but I think we'll play better. 34-6 dogs. And, again, I know it's just South Carolina, but this is an SEC opener. This is the only thing that matters. We're getting caught up, I think, a little bit too much, and, oh, we're number two. Oh, we beat Clemson. That is not the goal for UGA. Our goal is to win the SEC East, go to Atlanta, see whoever is on the other side, probably Bama, Take care of business. When you do those things, everything else falls into place. You don't got to worry about no voting committee. You don't got to worry about no ranking. 
the winner of the SEC goes to the playoffs. That's it. That's it. Dog fans, it's been a pleasure. Keep your mind right. Stay focused. Refocus if you got to, because now it's time for SEC play. Thank you much. And as always, you know what it is. Off the leash. Week after week. I do it for the dogs.